now listening to The Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three relatively grown men binge the iconic HBO series Sex and the City. So dust off those DVDs and grab yourself a white wine or even a cosmopolitan and settle in. Take it away, boys. Welcome to the Bradshaw Boys, a podcast where three guys watch their way through sex in the city for the first time ever, mostly. I'm Corey Cavan. My name is John Sieber. And I'm Kevin James Doyle. We're sitting here with our guest uh, today that is... It's so obvious with the... Uh, just, just the boys. boys. J.T. B. Listen, do yep. we need to get a guest every time? No. no. When we do, who is it? Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> That's who it is. I cleaned up New York. He's, uh, I'm Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm, uh, yeah, and Carrie? Yeah. yeah, it's good for New York, I guess. Yeah. I thought when they looked at the camera, I, I enjoyed it personally. <laughs> I thought it was I, I thought it was good. It was good. Yeah, Giuliani would like the talking heads. Oh, Classic gosh. Giuliani. Classic Giuliani. It's written all over his face. Big season one fan, Giuliani. Um, season five. We're here. We're, we're here, right? This is the first episode that we will have ever watched. Yes. Since we have uh, personally interacted with executive producer and star, yep, mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker. There is, it's before S, it's BSJP and ASJP. ASJP. This, this is, is the first ASJP episode. Yeah. And this not podcast, ASMR. not ASMR, ASJP. is ASJP. NSFW. Oh, wink, wink. If you're in your office right now, go ahead, look around and smile because we're about to say something dirty. Uh, (laughs) Penis. Uh, (laughs) And your boss doesn't know. (laughs) Vagina. Unless you're the boss and then you a dirty boss. (laughs) Hey, hey, uh, look at you, you little dirty boss. Hey, look around. How many employees are under you? Look, look at all your silly little employees and, and know that right now you you in run this ears. company and you're looking around and you've got something in your earbuds. They think you're listening to s- some really no. clean, no penis. <laughs> did you know, did you know in sync wrote a song about how filthy you are boss. It's called dirty boss, dirty <laughs> boss, sick and tired of all my employees thinking that I'm clean. I'm a dirty boss and I like to look at your penis. <laughs> dirty boss, dirty boss. Maybe, Hey, maybe you're a listener. Who's in your car? Mm. Yeah. Now I want you to next stoplight you're at. You at a stoplight? Now, Relax. is there someone next to you? Yeah. yeah. I want you to first of all. I want you to rev that engine a little. <laughs> rev that engine, and look at the person next to him. Wave if they wave back at you. What they don't know is they just waved at someone who's listening to a podcast, and they just said on it, penis. penis. <laughs> what happens if you're walking down the streets in New York City? Oh yeah, you what if your, you got your AirPods? What in? if you're AirPodding right now? All these people walking by, they're probably like that person's listening to the New York podcast. Oh, I, NPR podcast. politics. Oh, I bet yeah. they're listening to the Daily. Yeah, the, the Daily. The, or. Did you know the New York Times just just endorsed Amy Klobuchar and M- Elizabeth Warren? I bet that person is very informed. You're wearing all black. It's cold outside. You got your gloves on. Maybe your Canada Goose jacket. Yep. And in your ears is not New York Times. No. Nope. Instead, it's Kevin James Doyle saying. Penis. Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Michael Barbaro, and today we're talking about 
penis. What have we got? What have we got ourselves into? Hey, oh, listen. Man. We need to find a path outside of what we got to get out of here. Was let's loop. just say let's make it even and say vagina and hey, move on from this. And here, bit. Here's the thing. <laughs> If you came to this podcast because you listened to the first ever one with Sarah Jessica Parker before this, we just want to say welcome, welcome and um, welcome to our journey. Welcome, welcome to our and journey. What are we have never seen Sex in the City before? Yep. No. We're watching through it. We're about to start season five. Yep. We've heard. Oh, here's what I did want to do. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank Tell you us. for being here. We got we got a really great email. Let's read it. Um, Let's read that. And email. I want to read it because it's very pertinent to this um it is from tina glenn hi tina hey tina she sent this a little while ago she's from des moines Um, really and uh, never been to iowa before she said hello one of the three fairly new listener here who has spent nearly a month catching up why thank you thank you very much first off i'm a huge satc fan who started watching by seeing the first movie on a girl's move day backwards Mm. way to do it i know but i've loved it ever since i know you guys get lots of negative views on season five but just go into it with an open mind yeah it's a lighter and sillier season than three or four but it does lay groundwork for some great season six arcs there are a few familiar faces and since sjp was pregnant oh like in real life yeah oh nice i don't think carrie bradshaw has kids um since uh and since was pregnant all season five it's fun to play spot the bump Ooh. you guys want to do a drinking game called spot the bump yeah, STB, baby. Spot let's the bump. go um, you know who else does that my dermatologist <laughs> <laughs> he's like time to play spot the bump Corey. you're here for your once a year thing oh i found one you have cancer oh thanks <laughs> this doc. game isn't as fun as i thought it'd be doc bet you wish you were back on your podcast not huh, Corey. <laughs> and you get m- more stanford Oh, we got to reach out to Blatch. That's true. Oh, Blatchy Blatch. Willie. All right. We want to get Willie Garson on the pod. Blatch, we're coming for you. It's a different type of fun, but still a good time with the gals. And I know you guys sometimes at what people's favorite episodes in SAT are. Oh, wonder. Mine is one, the last episode of season six, part one. Okay. It's a wonderful episode that makes me ugly cry two times from start to finish. Wow. It's iconic, and I can't wait to hear you guys review it. Oh, geez. That's Even if you hate it episode. and Sorry. rip it to shreds. P.S. My husband and I love Steve talk. He randomly says Miranda and the Steve voice all the time. Aww. Ha. Aww. Thank you for all the laughs. I've given you five all. F- uh, I've given you all five Cosmo reviews. Sincerely, Tina. I love Iowa. Uh, that's great. I, so that's uh, that's one of the. I've never been to Iowa. That's one of the three states I've never been to. That was so nice of you. Thank Iowa you. Iowa so is for... a swing state, right? It's a, it's a swing state. It's a, and they state. got a caucus there. It's mm-hmm. an amazing place. Tina, thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much, Tina. Thank you. That's really cool. That really and it's really cool. It's actually cool. She's... I feel really bad that we, you know, did our penis talk for like a, a solid three minutes yeah. before that. So, Tina, that has nothing to do Sorry with Sorry about you. that. Thanks for being a wonderful palate cleanser yeah. to our. our it, well, you know what? It's because we haven't, the past few podcasts that we've done, have been high stress situations. Yeah, it's true. And so I feel like we we're excited to just to to just be together. We're yeah. excited to have a little goofing. And mm. now we get to fucking watch the show. That's yeah. right. Which we haven't, we haven't really seen, seen, seen in a while, and I'm very excited. Yeah, it's been since December. We've been we've been doing a lot of different episodes where we're not watching the show. So I'm so thinking I'm we should do again. a quick recap of what yeah. happened in At the, the end, of season, end four. of season four. And I know we did this with. Uh, you know, when we were talking to our friend Sarah Jessica. Oh, yeah. If you guys listen to that episode, yep. you know, no big deal. 
But uh, quick recap: Carrie. Uh, she plays. She plays Carrie Bradshaw. She's in the. Yeah, she plays Carrie Bradshaw on the show. <laughs> um, big move to Napa, uh, and so Carrie yep. is uh, bigless in New York. Big Miranda in New just York. had her baby, Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brady Hobbs. Um, this is insane. Samantha, Detective like- Samantha, busted Richard cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Rizzo. Rizzo. She yes, had on a Rizzo Brady. hat. Yep. And uh, Charlotte. What happened? Oh, Charlotte uh, opened herself up to dating again. She went on a date with the woe guy yeah. who was very impressed with her home. So wow. uh, she's officially done with Trey. And it seems like uh, our ladies are ready to get back in action. Yeah. And um, the table is set, I would say. Yeah, Absolutely. the table set. I feel like I feel like it makes sense for a lighter, sillier um season. And also Yeah, they're all rebounding a little bit. Like, this is yeah, they're setting up I feel like they're setting up to go back to some real some real hookup antics with with Carrie. Yeah. Cause it's like she's been in and out of these like very big relationships. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Miranda's yeah. gonna be in a stable I mean, I feel like I feel you like think Miranda's gonna be stable with Steve, or is she gonna like, I think so. I mean, for, I, for now, I don't think she's going to be dating. Anyone well, she's going to be raising a kid. She doesn't have time to go to a bar and fuck some rando. That's true. You know what I mean? But I, I'm just guessing that Carrie and Samantha team up for some for some real nights out. What about Charlotte? Because they're both. Well, maybe Charlotte will come Charlotte too. But here. I feel like I, I have no idea. I'm just guessing that it's like they're both newly single and yeah. free in a way that they haven't been in a long time. Yeah. Maybe Charlotte will get in on it. It'll be interesting to see how they balance like how they include Miranda equally because yeah. you're right if, if this were real life a normal mother would be like sleep deprived feeding their baby like especially a single mother would be yeah like, ass to ankles and baby care do you ever do you ever say you're tired to a parent and then like, oh. catch yourself dude I'm sure I, have. I like, do yeah, that I'm just tired and you're, then I'm like uh, I do that uh, I will complain to friends of mine and just be like I just uh. I'm like so exhausted and I'm like, oh, you guys have I two children. Got, I only got seven and a half hours of sleep last night. I'm just, give me a second. And they're like, why did you only get seven and a half hours? You're like, I was out super was late. I was out till Kevin. three. It was awful. But then I slept till 11. So yeah, it's kind of nice. I, I personally, I just need my mornings. <laughs> What's, when do your mornings start? 10, 30? 10, 30. No, my, that's when I wake up. That's the I, afternoon for us. Oh, that's crazy. That my, It's not mine. That's why. Yeah, they're like three naps in at that point. Yeah. Maybe you should have thought about that before you had a kid. No, shut up. Whoa. Wow. I'll say that to any any person that comes with me, okay? Wow. You you literally were just talking about how you feel bad telling parents you're tired, but you're just going to tell them to go ahead and shut up for having kids? I mean, you should have... You shouldn't. I don't know. I can't think of a way to make this funny. Penis. I don't. <laughs> pain. Um, so no. this this episode is called. I had it. I had it pulled up. I believe it's called Anchors Away. Mm-hmm. Anchors Away. Right? Am I am I crazy? I think that's right. I think someone's I gonna be effing on a boat. So yeah, you think you think it's about. See, I think it's what's the um. It's a car. It slipped my mind when all the sailors come to the city. Oh, Fleet Week! It's going to be a Fleet Week episode. Oh, I bet. If you you've ever what? lived in New York, Fleet Week, like the buzz behind Fleet Week, is a real thing. It's crazy, and it's like our city turns like white uniformed men walking around our city, and I think like you can feel it. You can feel the the estrogen levels rising as well. 
like women get really excited about like handsomely dressed uniformed men walking. Even one city. time I was wa- I was I was working in Midtown on the West Side and I was walking back to work and there was a whole group of sailors behind me and I was like I never do this. I don't ever like speak to strangers and I finally just like stopped and they all came up to me and I was like, "Hey guys, and I held up my phone. I was like, everybody get in. And I took a big selfie with them. <laughs> and they were awesome. and they were like, all right, man. Oh, yeah. Because they look, they're like celebrities. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like loves to get pictures with them. And they're There's just like, thank you so much. Good to see you guys. And, yeah. So I am pretty I don't think we've done a fleet week episode yet. And no. I think that's like a real authentic New York thing. Do you that's feel like are you ever kind of surprised when you hear stories? Cause it's like, I know, I get it. I'm not saying they like are stories but in general, like the oral tradition carrying on. <laughs> yeah, I get I'm kind super, of surprised. That's you ever, have thing. you ever heard of a story? Um, <laughs> uh, no, but like of, I, I bet there are just some sailors out there that have like a man in uniform. Like, I wonder, I want to know, please write in to our man Instagram or, or to email of if, if you've ever set out, we don't need to name names. If you've ever set out to just be like, I am going to have sex with a, uh, Navy, a sailor this weekend. Because I wonder if that's that's how I feel like it might be for some of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I could tell there was a three day weekend this past. uh, And I could sex with a sailor (laughs) and I had sex with the sailor. How many? No, I could feel there was like a there was you remember in Bandby when Thumper says Twitter painted. And then as an adult, you're like, that's just means horny. That's all Thumper's talking about. Yeah. There was like something in the air this weekend. Oh, totally. And I felt it. And then I a friend of mine, just a random girl just gave up and handed her number to it and then texted him. She texted him. And I was just like, I could feel it when I woke up. Yeah. Everyone was about. So that's how I feel like that's how I feel like Fleet Week is for sailors. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for sailors, I'm sure they're just like, we're going to the freaking city and we're in uniform. Yeah. There's an entire musical about it on the town. There you go. Really? Can you sing a song for me? Yeah. Let's go. Sing one song and then we'll go um, watch the episode. Uh, <laughs> I forget. I, I I know it. I think New York, New York, a hell of a town. The Bronx, the Bronx is, is up and, and the batteries down. down. The people ride in a hole in the ground. New York, New York, it's a hell of a town. Dance break. Five, six, seven. That was eight. great. You guys can't see us dancing all in unison right now. We're Hold on. Put your put your taps on. Sailors. All right, right, let's go watch this. All right, season five, episode one, Anchors Away. I I was thinking that this also could be the episode where Steve just finally gets that anchor tattoo on his his bicep. Oh, I can't wait. Anyway, we'll be back. Or on his penis. Episode 67, Anchors Away. Carrie realizes her relationship with New York City is as dysfunctional as her relationship with men. Charlotte decides she needs to distance herself from her former life as Mrs. McDougal. Miranda tries to adjust to her new life with her baby, Brady Hobbs. Samantha gets phone calls from Richard, begging her to take him back. And now, back to the boys. And we're back. Hey. Hey. We're back. Anchors away, baby. Anchors, Anchors away. away. The, I we nailed without even knowing it. Like everything we talked about naturally is exactly what that episode was about. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Shut it down. That's yeah. just we're done. Yeah, yeah. We you already heard our recap before we saw the episode. That's how we're so we're, we're so the Bradshaw clairvoyance. We're so good. 
We're so in our first few seasons, we didn't know. Now we know. No, we know. We, we know how to write. I'll say this: I, I, more than any episode in a while, I'm like, that is totally what it's like to live in New York in Dude, your they 30s. They really did York, nail like, a lot I of like stuff. That. You know, at the end, she was like, "New York's my my boyfriend. You can't shit talk it." They crushed the New York experience right there. Yeah, very much to where there's just like, I love this place, and then it like rains on you, mm-hmm. and it's windy, and it sucks, and you're randomly standing under an awning with a stranger, dude. That I've, that's happened to me so many times. That happened the other day at work. We were, we we had to we had to do. You guys know that I work on videos, and we had to get this shot for this thing. And we're trying to shoot in real time the thing we're trying to shoot. And it started raining. It was like rain snowing. And this mother and her daughter stood under the awning right where we were shooting. <laughs> and then a person on my team was like, I'm sorry, is there any way you guys can move? And the mom just goes, no, no, we have to stand here. And we're just like, what yeah. What are you? T-? And there was an awning beside us, but it was full on like New York. You just won't yeah. move. Yeah, I uh, I respect I respect that that mom. Um, well, then that's, I, that's totally that could be fucking Miranda Hobbs. You right know what there. it was? It's though? just like no, I'm staying. I'm enjoying yeah. my coffee. Yeah, yeah I will do. not move. I, um, she promptly afterward goes, "What are you guys shooting?" <laughs> True story. Be like, get to the next on, and I'll let you know. We're shooting B-roll footage of asshole New Yorkers. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, like with I, I talked to. Um, you can speak to it, John, about being married, but there is that thing that it's like, they, they captured it well, that it's like, it's even when you try, like you're, you're in a different schedule. Like it, what Samantha did, we can do the recap, but just real quick, the, what Samantha did made sense. It was like, could understand why it hurt their feelings. And also like you just become, have a different rhythm and I understand why it hurt Miranda. Yeah. And then Carrie just being like, all right, I'm going to go. Like it was, it captured specifically referring to when Samantha, like basically like pushed her into a cab yeah, and was like, you know, we got to go. And she was like kind of upset with the nature of the like coffee because Brady was there. Yeah. And I just feel like, um, you've even said like, once you got married, like if, if you don't tell people like, I still would like to hang out, people will just kind of assume totally. Yeah. So it's, I just uh, so much of this episode. I still would like to hang out. Yeah, that's so weird. You always say it to us, like in in that voice, and it's like, yeah, we understand. We don't want to hang out with you. It's not about you and Kate. We just don't like you and your dumb voice. Goodbye. I think that goes even though when you don't have kids. Like I think it even goes for when you tell people you don't want to hang out, but you really do. They should know. That you're like, even though I said I'm tired, I want to go home. They should know that they need to pull you out of your shell yeah. and be like, "Come hang out." Just one more. That is, I mean, just one more. Anytime that you're like, "Sorry, I'm going home," they know. Just one you, more. You're just like, please. You All know right, what Co- I really Corey want. Corey and I are are just one more people to the max. Good Lord. Yeah. Like, I was, what? Yes, you are. Just go home. I'm not a just one more. You're person. not a just one more person. No, I have the amount of drinks I want to have, and then I just go straight home. You and straight our friend go. Rachel. Yeah, we're she, done. She is she is an unbelievable. I will leave when I choose. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. She is a person of principle. Yeah. <laughs> and um we're not. No, you you're not. Do you know what it is? Oh. It's a All right, we got to do the recap here. so we so, can get um, in, in deep in. Hold on, just one more okay. comment. Yeah. Just go. 
Let's do the Penis. recap. Uh, we we <laughs> nailed it. Anchors away. Fleet Week comes to New York once a year. All the sailors come to New York. This is what the uh, the entire episode was about. And uh, more specifically, it was about your past. The through line of the episode that Carrie writes about is uh, does the sense of adventure uh, that still do we still have the sense of adventure that once flickered inside of us or have we missed our boat kind of happens from um, Charlotte bringing up an article she read about only having two loves in life and then Carrie realizing well she had Aiden she had big is her love life over um, and so that, that's kind of like the through line of the episode Charlotte is realizing that people still address her as uh, Mrs. McDougal it's still written on her door so she needs to change that stuff um, um, Samantha is is trying to figure out what she wants to do with Richard uh, you know he saw her she saw him out at sushi and she needs to uh, figure out uh, he's leaving her voice messages if she wants to give him another try and uh, and and reach out to him again. Um, Miranda, of course, just had Brady, so she is no longer able to compete in the same. You guys are jerks. <laughs> you guys are just straight You're up trying jerks. trying to get John to laugh. Not going to happen. Now I'm pro. just angry. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, Miranda has uh, her, her son, so she can't necessarily partake in the, the, the same lady type things we like like the coffee dates or the chat and choose and then uh, i think that's it did i miss anyone no you no. did great and you made it past our distractions you can tell we haven't done a jtb in a while because yeah. we're just we're both goof, of them both of them joking. were completely naked the same way that yep. uh, all the other all the characters in the show got naked yep there's you see full there's yeah, five everyone. five great boobs in this. Five There's, boobs in this. If you think about the SJP nudity clause, they they went full force with her Absolutely. no nudity clause in this yeah. one. Her skirt they, blows up at one point though. Her skirt does blow up one time. New York, her boyfriend blows her skirt up at one point. Yeah. I did think about that, but then I was like, she's been in lingerie like a yeah. million times in this in this uh, um, show. Yeah. So the first, thing, the first thing I want to talk about is Samantha, Samantha and Richard. Okay. Okay. My I, biggest question about it all is so Samantha uh, saw Richard going down another woman. She's pissed about it. She's like, he's leaving her messages. And she is like on this campaign slash rampage to ruin his life. She throws, she agrees to meet up with him. She throws a dirty martini in his face. She then papers his neighborhood with pictures of him being like cheater, liar, scumbag. But my question is, isn't she still working for him? Wouldn't she still see him every day? I was wondering, you brought that up as we were watching it. Yeah. I don't know if she is or not. Well, they he didn't really. Yeah. Address I don't remember her getting a new job in season four. I mean, their relationship went sour, or sour but as far as I remember, she was still I thought you were gonna, his I, PR person. I thought you were going to say that whole like lead up and be like, so my question is, do vaginas smell like fish? <laughs> because they actually, they went so hard into that. They did. Well, they talked about, yeah, because she, she, oh yeah, because... They I were was surprised because I was like, that's kind of like an ins insult, not like the norm, is it? Well, she called it sushi. Well, because she didn't want to say... She, she didn't want to say fish and chips. She didn't want to say well, pussy in front of Brady. She didn't want to say pussy in front of Brady. And know, so but then she said, call it sushi. And then Miranda was like, man, ordering fish and chips would have been a bad idea. I think because they were already on the sushi thing. Okay. And then, of course, Richard takes her to Sushi, sushi Samba. Samba, which I right. think was some pretty clever writing there. Yeah. And that and place is closed. It that closed, closed like last like year, a year ago. Rip. Yeah, a year and a half ago, something. Like I that. don't know. I, the this would be the one thing maybe I think, although the whole paper in the neighborhood would affect his business, is like 
I thought maybe she still works there, but he knows since he fucked up, he can't do anything about it. She's, you know, like romantically, she can hold this over him. And and he, he seems like one not to be uh, threatened by that. Yeah. Which yeah. I can't tell. Well, he's not. It, he loves her. Yeah. That's, that's why I think it like shows that it's a big, it's, it's either that he does love her or like, this is the most he's ever been thrown off his game. Here's my, so do you think he really does love her? Or do you think like, I, I don't know. I think so, happen, but I think, I don't think they're going to get back together or if they do, I don't think it'll last just I mean, based on the way we've interacted at with the people end of the that episode, She was like, she was at the sailor party, her favorite holiday of the year. And she was ducking out of the sailor party to take, uh, to listen to yeah. voicemails from I Richard. Mean, yeah. This is, he's, I want to know this. Yeah. How does Samantha talk to Carrie when she cheated on Aiden? <clears throat> because it, I want to go back that's, and remember that. Because if she's like, that's a good question. Hey, that's this good question. it happens, sort of thing. That would be an interesting conflict, right? Because she's pretty gracious to Carrie in this one, where Carrie says, "Like I cheated." Isn't that the conversation? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Carrie's like, and then we got it together, and look how that worked out. And then Samantha is like, is it doesn't hold it over her head that she's a cheater. Like, yeah, she's like, you're just like Richard. Like, she's pretty yeah. gracious to her there. I mean, I guess that would show that like you don't necessarily know how much it hurts to be cheated on until it actually happens. Yeah, so, man, that's some rascal flat shit right there. Well, how's well, that song? What's that song? I don't know. I just think that's what they sing about. Oh. Also, you don't know what it's like to be cheated on until you really get cheated on. Yeah, man. mandolin solo. <laughs> this is like, um, yeah, Dixie Chicks. <laughs> Did they say she's mandolin's... in an Earl has to die type mood right now? What's Earl has to die? Is goodbye, it Earl, Earl has to die. Goodbye, na, Earl. Na, 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 na. Goodbye. And, uh, we need a break. <laughs> Let's go down to the lake. Girl. That's you know what? You in the trunk. I know that I know there's great, not a lot of great karaoke. women in the show wearing headphones, but if Samantha was, she'd be listening to that song oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, 100%. She would listen to Although the Earl had to die song. Married. Well, that has like, nothing to do with cheating. It's yeah, I know, a but, spousal abuse situation. Yeah. But still this was emotional abuse. It was emotional abuse. And still she Dude Richard was beating that pussy up. What's the <laughs> sorry for any lightness of terrible situation? What's the best? Made. What's the best that like joke uh, was meant to be funny <laughs> and not to make light of any sort of abuse? Oh, please my don't hold the Bradshaw boys. What is for that. what is the best song we to listen to if you've been cheated on? Oh, that's a good. Well, it's uh, easy. Have you guys ever been cheated on before? I, I have my submission. I I don't I think I have. I don't know. I, I, did, I didn't know. What do you mean you don't know? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm, I mean, I got you. I'm assuming maybe my high school girlfriend, my college girlfriend. Yeah, I'm, I'm, letting you, I'm letting you know you have. <laughs> what? Um, no, I'm kidding. Um, What's the, I'm trying to think. Like, there's that one Carrie Underwood song. I was oh, going to say that. Before he like cheats. A, yeah, I feel like no, that's like an maybe anthem. Maybe next for, time he'll think before he cheats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that. Great Louisville, to both headlines. That song when it. For season five, can that be our can that be our theme song for season five? Yeah. Can we just can we just buy the rights to it instead of our piano sex and city? Just we got Carrie Underwood on the pod. <laughs> um, song. It is song. it that was one of those songs, and I would also put um I'd put Bruno Mars 
most of his catalog in there. Really? Oh. Uptown Funk? No, no, no. Just that the song came out right. and like the day after it came out, it felt like a classic. <laughs> but what not, are you talking not about? It's not a cheating song. I know, but I was just saying that song, when that came out, I think skyrocketed to like maybe the, one of the best cheating songs of all time. Yeah, Wait, tweet at us. Carrie Underwood. an Instagram. Like what are some other great tweeting songs or cheating songs? Tweeting song. Tweeting songs. Um, uh, I want to know. I, wanna I know love what Jack Dorsey. That's one of the best <laughs> tweeting songs. Yeah. Okay. Really. Um, what about uh, <laughs> Rock and Robin? One of the That's best. Tweeting songs. What's the That's best? A good cheating Wait, song. what's the best? What's the best tweeting song, John? That's number one. <laughs> <laughs> It has to be it, man. <laughs> That's got to be the You best just got song. cheated on. Put on your headphones. Listen to some, what is <laughs> it? Rock, 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 Rock and Robin. Rock and Robin. Jackson 5. You will just feel a rage like you've never felt before. Mm. I want to send a fucking bird over to me to <laughs> peck his eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> wait, but that's if you got tweeted on, not yeah, cheated on. That's if someone on. that's right, if right. someone tweeted at you. And what, you yeah. like wait, what way. about um, what a, what's the Patsy Cline song that um that Willie Nelson wrote? Not crazy, mm. crazy, crazy. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. What about Blue, the Leanne Rhymes song? I'm blue. I don't know. <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one? Yeah. I have a blue in the blue window. And um, no relationship anymore. I th you know what I think sad, the, the best cheating song of all time is? What? Um, think about how it must have felt to be any one of these women. Mumbo number five. Ooh. Wow. Mumbo number five. That Lou Bega was, was out there. Playing everyone. Just, just yeah. banging all these girls. And Rita. Whoever Monica was, she was like, what the? Who the, who the fuck is Rita? <laughs> 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 and and when, when yeah, he uh, had a lot of pictures uh, in different women's uh, picture frames where his face got crossed yeah, out. Yeah, he's like giving out lockets to all these different girls. They they find each other and Did find that. out he, he gave us both those locket <laughs> oh, to man. Monica Rita. Who were the other names? A little bit of Monica, a little bit of Erica, a little bit of Erica, Tina, all yeah. night long. A little bit of who the fuck is Tina, dude. Yeah, hey, I true. looked at your phone. Who's Tina? Uh, Monica. Dude, Lou Monica, Vega. Is Lou Vega? Is that Vega? Lou, Lou Bagel. Lou Bega. <laughs> Lou Bagel? He's like, dude. <laughs> Lou Bagel. Lou Bagel is. He was like. A little bit of everything on the side. <laughs> a little bit of sesame all night long. A little, a little bit, bit of lox makes me your man. <laughs> <laughs> Lightly toasted. <laughs> Lightly. With some scallion cream cheese. <laughs> Lou Bagel's a legend. Dude, Bagel. he just go, he, he goes out to the club and he just, he's like, mm, come over here, you little pumpernickel. <laughs> and he just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, so oh, dumb. Man. it's been a while since we've done this y'all the all right it's funny because when we have a respected guest we're always holding Super back a little bit. we're always holding, we're holding wait, back dude, ready i for totally think next jokes. time sarah jessica parker calls in be like all right so so we need to lou vega <laughs> but we came up with a character named lou bagel what do you think lou, lou bagel <laughs> what and do so you think can you call us back basically he flirts with girls through a lot of bagel they're not really puns. It's just him They're replacing. Not, it's just him replacing um, names with bagel flavors. Okay. <laughs> with bagel flavors. <laughs> okay. All right, Samantha. Samantha. Wait, we talked about Samantha Charlotte. She's Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. But Samantha. In, in general, we, we got on that because on Samantha. Samantha's just in that. Yeah, I was Richard okay. is Lou Bagel. Yeah. Question <laughs> is Lou Bagel. 
Do you think how much longer you think the Richard storyline's going to hang on? I think two more. Apps, I don't think we'll mo- see him after next episode. Yeah, I, agree. I think she's she's going to fuck him. She's going to give him a chance. You think then, she's going to give him a chance? Or maybe she's going to just maybe she's going to like go out on top. She's going to like wrap him around her finger and then cut cut and the cut him. the yeah cross him. Yeah, cross, cross. I maybe she, maybe he'll walk in on her getting some sushi. And he'll be like, Whoa. oh, yeah, baby, I want to get it on this. And he's, she's like, nope. Dude, not to uh, or she'll little, do fan fiction and she'll just chop his dick off like I awesome. said Carrie would do. That's true. Or maybe she'll end up at where we talked about Plethier. 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 All right. So, okay, hold on. We had a nice little uh, cameo from Chandra Wilson from Grey's Anatomy, though, as yeah. the cop. The cop walked up and was like, you can't deface this neighborhood. And she's Legit, like, f- hilarious concept too. super she walks super up funny. she's like oh yeah you can yeah do that. that was yeah, she's like yeah you can totally do that all right so charlotte um uh is is bummed that you know people are still calling her mrs mcdougall it's still written on her That'd door be very painful so she she tough. is going she's charted a path forward to redefine herself as the new york uh she changes her uh nameplate and she goes to a navy party with one thing on her mind she was I want, uh, I want to, I want to fuck a sailor tonight. Yeah, she, 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 she Capote became Duncan did. Capote Duncan. Capote it came Duncan. Full circle, mm-hmm. dude. What if, what if when they, dude, Charlotte the, Duncan, at the end of the episode, they show her door again and it just says Duncan. <laughs> dude, that would be that'd be amazing. But yeah, she, yeah, she went straight up. Capote you know what? I'm gonna fuck a sailor tonight. Capote Duncan was originally on a date with her. Yeah, He's, that's yeah. where she got it. Yeah, that was a callback. You guys think that this is we just made up? We just knew how influential yeah. that character yeah, was. Totally. We call we called the Flea Week thing. We called Capote Duncan. We knew it. Here's the thing, ladies, ladies. tuning in. Ladies. There is a there, uh, uh, there's such a difference between a uh, a girl, <laughs> beautiful woman like Charlotte York saying, "I want to have sex tonight," and a guy saying that like. Because oh, yeah. that's literally what most guys look like when they're like going out. They're just like <laughs> red in the face. Yeah, like <laughs> hey, uh, where are you? Where are you from? <laughs> what do you do? And just like just just giant boner all night. Just like like if they were a cartoon, there'd be squiggly lines yeah. radiating <laughs> from their face, like a Beavis and Butthead character. <laughs> yeah, and that is the energy of. Any guy going out to a bar thinking, I want to have sex tonight. And her, she's like, I'm going to have, I'm going to have sex tonight. And she was fully prepared to show that Twitty. Oh, she released some sort of energy because it caused, it caused Carrie and Samantha to stumble whenever she was talking about it. Yeah. Maybe she had some sort of like electromagnetic magnetic pulse. Yeah. It was just like, she, it was, Boom. it was like her, it was like the switch of her vagina had been turned off. Boom, and then boom, she just boom. it was like like one of those like red red thing in like a frankenstein just like yeah like doing Lightning the word like came down and hit her on the head and then boom, boom, boom. <laughs> boom. that's her only it said boom <laughs> but yeah she went out with that with that energy have you i, I mean that's even what we said before. Twitter painted. Yeah. Like you. Totally. There's those times where you're like, you feel Fleet Week is one. You can tell the yeah. city is hornier. Yeah. We, I mean, I think people are going to watch this and be like, they totally watched the episode beforehand. We, we and they did not. Filmed the false. Uh, no. A false intro like they did with Mark Menchaca. No. 
Yeah. Absolutely not. We didn't know. Yeah, We're we just smart. No We're smart. We know what Fleet Week is like, and we know what it looks like when someone who's been hurt yeah. and is moving past yeah. their breakup flips the switch, turns the vagina back on, and goes, mm-hmm. boom. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin fucks a different sailor every single yeah. Fleet Week. Kevin just, and I got in a cab one time. Mark and Andrew and T- Tito and Roger. <laughs> is that your and Colonel Mambo number five? Those, are all, those are all the sailors that I've fucked. That's great. All right. Um, yeah. So her, her storyline was like pretty standard fleet week. I think like everyone jokes about that in New York and it's like the thing of going to nab themselves a sailor. Uh, and that, but then she realized that she, she took out one of her boobs that she just wasn't ready for it. So yeah, it's going to be more of a slow journey for her, but it was good that she realized, like, I think her mentality of like, you only get two loves. Like you had Aiden, you had big was like a little bit toxic for their group of friends. Yeah. And so I think she's like slowly, gaining some perspective which will probably be helpful for everyone i also think if you're a if you're in the military you're like i could die tomorrow Mm -hmm. so i may as well just be like can i see your boobs like let's cut to the chase it's like you just go out there and you just you you, so i would like i think i was like a little bit uncomfortable with that i was like i think that's a move that i would never in a million years ever utilize kevin i support our troops too but i was a little uncomfortable with that statement (laughs) so like my question my question is like but when would that be? She was obviously there to, to she, she was obviously there to, she was DTF. Mm-hmm. So yeah. at what point would it be okay for a guy to like say something like that and there, not be super creepy and, and too over the top aggro? Well, well, his, his, his body language and his face was weird too. He was like wide eyed and he was like, <laughs> yeah, he looked like, like really he was the guy we just talked about. He was yes. Beavis and Butthead mode. Yeah. yeah. He was that guy. He right was that there. guy. And it was just like, he it was, was like Twitter pated. Listen, you're, he didn't know that he already could be in that classic five bedroom banging one of the most yeah. beautiful women in New York, Charlotte, York. Classic Six. Classic six? Classic six. Classic six. He could have been at her apartment, but instead, since he wasn't in, he was in like Guy's version of I want to have sex tonight, not normal human version. Right. He could have been swimming in a bathtub full of cardboard babies, but instead. (laughs) Dude, he could have been knee deep. Now, wait. When he asked her In the good linens and the nice silverware. He could have been in that. It was in, what's it called? Garden Magazine? Yeah, it's beautiful. Right when he right when he saw her pubic hair, he'd be like, "Good housekeeping." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so, like, when is the is like, it's, so, it's never something I would do, but I imagine like some women, if they're out, like w- like wanting to hook up with a guy, that they would that would be like, and I an think advanced that they would be like comfortable. With I think this is what is this that? is like, the way. If you're gonna ask that, which I don't think I've ever need a, asked need a girl a, to show her pubes, but. If there was a way, because he did do it creepy and asked multiple times. Right. I think they were also kind of out in the open, right? Her boobs? Well, they were. But. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Him and. No. Yeah. Him and her. Weren't they like at a table? Yeah. They were kind of hidden away, but not really. I've never been to a Flea Week party, but I imagine maybe they, maybe they do have an energy of like, there is major testosterone, horny energy. But I feel it's like, I have a question. This is what. And then be like cheeky about it and be like, because you don't want to be like, show me your tits. Yeah. It'd be more like we know this is crazy, and then maybe it'd be like I'm actually up for something crazy. I also feel like that, like when this was filmed in the early 2000s, like the girls gone wild culture was like a little bit more of a thing. Yeah, well, well, nowadays I, I didn't mean, even maybe, think about that. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe it's still like a thing, and in, in in some places where guys are just like, 
Oh, let's, ha- let's, let's throw on throw on any TV at 1.30 a.m. and see if it's still on there for 1999. <laughs> that was that was an entire decade of yeah. just it, at like one. How come it was one. always like a? I'm just remembering a steel drum. Was that like there? <laughs> oh my! You know what I'm talking gosh. about? It was like, <laughs> we all saw yes. this. It was like the steel drum. Yes. If we could get our hands on one of those old commercials, I would definitely. I we will go on YouTube. Yes, it was totally that. that. Yeah. And it was just like that and wild on E. Yeah. They would yeah. go to Bali and I would go to get out my lotion. <laughs> you would go to ball, Bali. Ball yourself. All right. Um, um, but yeah. Let's I, talk I, about I Miranda. Uh, Miranda becoming a mother. Huge deal. Yeah. And she's she's worried that it's her like, friendships are going to change. And, and they do. And they of will. Of course. Of course. But and she I think, th- yeah, she thinks it in a really yeah. But I think there was an appropriate way. Like I think she her main beef was she obviously was thinking about those things, mm-hmm. but her main beef was I think that how Samantha just completely yeah. that was not cool. No, so was Samantha like that was a really bitch move. Yeah, it was yeah. Samantha, Samantha, of course, kind of like, just threw her into a cab, shut the door, and walked away <laughs> instead of like you know acknowledging her as a person. I mean, I, I will they- say. Go ahead. I thought they handled just the Miranda storyline was one of the better oh, yeah. totally. this of just being like uh, understand like we have friends that are new parents and stuff and I'm like oh man like I understand and sympathize with them more through this episode from yeah. that you know yeah I mean I feel like I I mean props to Miranda and props to them it makes sense but for just throwing her back in there like the fact that it was like we're all at brunch again and Brady's here which like totally makes sense but it could be like meanwhile Miranda was back at home yeah. but like they just threw her back into the mix which was if, great if Brady's first word isn't <clears throat> pussy that's a huge missed opportunity for the show totally because <laughs> they say it's a good point pussy <laughs> did what he say sushi no pussy no. oh no um, and then there was there, like her, her she kind of like two storylines almost she had the storyline of like a little bit of conflict with her friends and feeling like she's going to miss her friendships but on the same side she had steve and you know steve being in her home when she came home and Mm -hmm. getting too comfortable with her new nanny and uh you know not really wanting him super around and then needing to reach out to steve when when brady's belly button fell off and the dogs or cats started eating it so that belly um, button thing was I really liked what they said where they said like Steve, she, when they were talking about two loves and Charlotte or yeah, Charlotte's like, you had Steve and he's like, Steve, Steve's not an, a core shaker. And then at the end they said, you know, Steve may not have been a core shaker, but when Miranda was shaken to the core, she called Steve and like, I that is like so Steve. That's, that's so Steve. That and also their relationship too. That yeah. it's like, yeah. it's their, that might not feel like the same way of, the that spark but they're like soulmates yeah yeah you know yeah he's just a grinder he's he's not a core he's, shaker he's a he's, he's a, a grinder. grinder he's a yeah, grinder he's a, he is he is on grinder i need to uh i gotta get out of here because um i got a couple matches on grinder hey, you, <laughs> does anybody have any poppers <laughs> <laughs> i need some uh animal nitrate you guys have any of that? Um, um yeah yes. That that seems like I don't know. There's the relationships are all over the place in the show currently. But um, that that seems like what you want a little bit though. You I, want the you want the I I think right. Don't you want the like at that moment where she's in like that's real life where you're oh, like yeah. you know it's like oh he's not a core shaker but like we're raising a kid together. I don't know where they landed into how they're gonna raise this kid. Right. But the fact that he's like 
They could I want to be communicate about that a little more. They could definitely. Yeah. They're, they're just on. Such, she, she's just such hiring. She's hiring silent people to come take care of her yeah. child. And and then he he shows like they just need to establish some ground yeah. rules of like, right. hey, here's when you can come over. And then he also needs to understand he's being a little weird, too. By right. Just like showing up. Like, yeah, that's true. So I don't know. It is like an interesting balance, but she's trying to do not just do exactly what society tells her to do. And yeah. with that, I would say comes weird challenges of like figuring out how to do that. Yeah. I, I thought the way they handled her breastfeeding was like a little bit odd. Like why? Like Carrie even was like, I mean, I know she was not used to the size of her breasts and the size of her nipples, mm -hmm. but Carrie being like, I think I need to go see a trauma doctor for that. I know. It was like, really? <laughs> this is like your best friend. <laughs> In the whole wide world, you're a woman. You knew she was pregnant, and like you're gonna like treat her like a high school boy seeing a woman breastfeed for the first time. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Steve handled it in a way more mature time. Yeah, like, how are your nipples? How are your nipples? Yeah, and then he joked about. It. He's like, "Yeah, I ask everybody that," but he was like, "I know that things are different now. Is yeah. everything okay?" I just thought that that was like a little bit off brand for Carrie. I mean, maybe my, she was make, making fun of it, but my only thought with that, which is that I wonder if. It's like, yeah, if that was coming from Steve, it would be like, that made me feel insecure. Coming from a woman, it's like, right. it's like, yeah, we... This is just what happens to our bodies. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. There, could, there could be that. But it definitely came off to me. I was like, whoa, easy. I do feel like it would be interesting to be around women in that scenario. Like, I mean, John, you're married to a woman. Yes. But... I do feel like anytime I've been around close girlfriends or like in a relationship and hearing how girls talk and women talk together and in uh, moments like that, it'd be like, I feel like there's probably something that they probably kind of hit on the head a little bit. Yeah. It's just probably. like Carrie being like, good God, your boobs are huge. Yeah. Like there's conversations go on and I all think the time. That, and I think like, that happens. Like women like, have a way of talking to each other like that. Friends in my life that have had like major life events, like whether or not they're like had a baby or gotten married, like you or, or there's been like a loss in their family. Like sometimes you as the friend who are supporting them are you think that you're going to like be like equipping yourself to talk about the baby or mm -hmm. the marriage or like, how's it going? And sometimes like they just want to talk about normal shit. Yeah. And like yeah. They, they've been thinking about it the whole time. Like that's in their head. Yeah. They just want to like talk about like the score of the football game or the yeah. weather outside or stuff like that. So I, yeah. maybe it was one of those scenarios. Yeah. So much of that stuff, I think it's just making someone feel normal and just, yeah. you know, be in there to be like, oh yeah, we're just here. And like, that's I'm what, here while you do that stuff. That's what made it weird and not weird, like shitty for like Miranda was like they got finally got to that point Carrie's like bye <laughs> bye she's like wait it's like your mom bye your like, mom bye forehead just, kiss yeah your mom now but yeah. um because she probably was like let's just talk about the movies yeah or something like that in general just because John this is a hang up not a hang up an observation how where do you think Carrie was like in this episode in terms of Carrie talking about herself. Like how was Carrie? So where I was think, she on her Carrie scale? I think Carrie does good whenever she's not going through like a traumatic relationship. Like if Carrie could be in a stable relationship, I think she'd be a great friend. It's just whenever she's going through any sort of woes in her relationship, every single thing has to be about her. And 
every like every conversation her friends lives no longer matter you don't her consider this a relationship that she was in with new york the, the sailor guy what was yeah, his okay. name i wish i knew lewis. his name oh it's with lewis. lewis yeah okay no it's just like she's totally great in episodes like this like she's able to like talk and be a good friend and like i know they played on like new york being her her boyfriend or, or significant in this relationship but whenever she's going through any anything else with aiden or big and other people have big things coming up. She just like has to make it all about herself. That's what drives me crazy. What should I do? I just cheated on this guy. My life's complicated. It's like, well, then don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Miranda will be like, my my mother just died. She'd be like, that reminds me. Big uh, smelled like cigar when he came home last night. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so wait, we let's, uh, let's get to the two great loves. Yeah. I feel like. Two great loves. I feel like that we can talk about Carrie and the two great loves. That's a pretty important combo. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? How many great loves can like, you what, have? Like, what, where would where would someone even? I want to read that article because well, I don't even if, understand I'll how anyone if, would like come up with that as a concept. You remember the seventies, like the New York Times, like if you answer these seventy six questions with a stranger, you'll yeah. love them. I yeah. wonder if it was a viral a viral like Thing article at the, at the time that everyone started talking about. Yeah. I, I don't get why it would be two unless yeah. it's just like everybody has two different types of people that are like kind of a big dichotomy and it, and you go back and forth. And do you think it was like relational loves or do you think be like my two greatest loves are the smell of brandy and fishing? And it's yeah. just like, okay, that's who you are. And, You're an old soul. And, that's, and then someone's like, what about me? Shut up, Marsha. Shut up, Marsha. <laughs> I will say, if you Google two great loves, there's a ton of articles that come up, and they're all about this episode. Maybe it's a thing. I don't, I, I've never I, heard of it. I, I don't believe it. Is there I a Wikipedia page on it or something? Of um, There's... Oh, they were talking about C.S. Lewis's The Four Loves. Four yeah. Loves. That's what it was. No, I mean... So there's Filio <laughs> and Storge. But that is probably true that this goes back... I don't know if this exactly does, but the the idea of what love is and, and romance and and soulmate goes back a long time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. I, I, I don't believe in soulmates. I don't yeah. think like yeah, someone who you're predestined that. to meet someone... Uh, I think that you kind of choose the you're had given free will to choose whatever life it is that you want. And so the idea of like you ha having two people that you can miss uh, is is insane. Well, but I don't necessarily know if that's what they were saying that if you can miss them. Yeah, like you can all that. That's why Carrie was panicked about is like she had her two loves and now she's done and she's like and and you will no longer. Like she missed her opportunity with Aiden. She I know, but that. we she we know the future, so we know that yeah. she does take that choice and then go with one of the two. Then he dies of a heart attack. That's true. So now she's what alone, like fifty two. Yeah, and then and then she she's got to go get else? some muscle ball soup. She's got to go find Aiden. Yeah, can I go <laughs> dig him up, dude. That was so. <laughs> um, get out of your furniture shopping. Love me. <laughs> <laughs> um. That was pretty. That was a pretty sad little thing. I guess that lady like seemed content in a way, just oh, having her lithium. The crazy like, old Meh. New York lady. Yeah. What she, is the What is the deal with that? I've never heard of that. Lithium yeah. is a depression drug. It's oh. it's yeah. It's old, like pretty old school. Yeah. It's she like likes it on it's like before Prozac and stuff like that. She like sugar coated. Lexapro. I, I'm trying to think. I I don't I don't necessarily subscribe the to the two great loves. 
I don't know if I do. I mean, like, well, it's, it's weird because it's not, I don't understand where it comes from. Like the two great love. I mean, she said she got it from an article. I think what you do is you just find the, the number one great love and then you settle down with that and then you just find out who's number two. And then mentally that's what you end up doing. That's your side. Chick. <laughs> well, there's a, there was an article that I just saw when I was looking that up that was talking about the three great loves. And it was like, your first love is like your high school okay. puppy dog love. Your second love is the hard love. The one that you get in relationships that don't work and it teaches you hard lessons about yourself. And I've just, been in that one. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the third love is the one that's like, you don't expect, and it kind of breaks all the rules. And, See, and, I'm totally on board with something like that. Like I'm, I'm like, I think using that it loves sounds is like, but, but then also <clears throat> like what happens if someone marries their high school sweetheart? Are well, they like I, not, are they living in, in like a less authentic no, relationship because they didn't experience the hard love? I would say yes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think, uh, no, I think, I don't know if this article says that, but another article. You glanced at the article. Why are you not an expert? Okay, here's the thing. Um, Bono Bono married his 14 year old girlfriend. She was 14. He was he 31, was 42, right? <laughs> yeah, but they met when they're 14. They're still married. Well, no. What that what I was saying. The other article. There's another article that says like you can also go through these processes like with the same person. Oh, interesting. And oh that, yeah, that's, that's makes true. Sense. Like you could go like you, I mean, cause I have a lot of friends that got married young that are still together. And it's like, I think that that probably changes. Like when you have kids or yeah. like, you know, someone gets sick or like you learn, mm. you just go through life. Yeah. That, yeah. that, that brings up like a really interesting point that I want to circle back on circle uh, back. Bo about Bono that this entire podcast was actually a setup for us to talk about Bono. It's the Bono cast now. It's a beautiful girl. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. We've been married for years. Hey, guys, if you Sometimes don't listen to this you. podcast, you might notice that it magically appeared on your phone today. The <laughs> YouTube cast. Our That's new funny. season just showed up on your phone through oh, iTunes. Man. Uninvited. Um, that's really interesting. I, I, I'm down with that. I, I, what I'm down what I'm not down with is the way that Carrie was interpreting it. Like Oh, uh, there's only two. I missed it. Now I'm going to be like, like, like she was like, things are done. No, yeah, because I, what it did is it caused her, I think, and this is what I do believe in is that you can hear something like that and then you can perceive the world in a way that will like be negative or poor. Yeah. Like, I don't think that she changed the weather, but like, because she was down in the dumps about miss potentially missing her loves, she had a really bad day. Yeah, she perceived. She, she told that like, story yeah. to herself. Yeah, she she exactly. She probably then formed a narrative in her mind that made her have a bad day. And I think that like anytime you are using something to form your day or how you're going to live your life, like and it's not positive, is is harmful. But, I think you should wake up every day. You should do your primes, and mm -hmm. then you should go out. And do you think Mar a fantastic day? <laughs> That's that. That sounds like something Carrie would say to Miranda. It would be Miranda's like my mom just died. She's like, I feel like maybe your negativity is <laughs> <laughs> no, but I agree with what you're saying because that especially first of all, all of those stories of love of what type what like those are all just like whichever ones connect with people. So it's like the ones there's are a bunch of people out there that have had two great loves and there's enough that someone writes an article and it connects with tons of people. Totally. And there's also a number of people that have been like, Oh, that's crazy. I had my high school girlfriend and she taught me this and I had the middle of this thing. And then this, like there's enough people that that story rings true. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, 
it, it should be, it, I mean, I don't know if you've been married four times, maybe it's time you need to like take a look at yourself, yourself. Larry King. Like clearly you're probably a dick. Um, he's been married like five times and I think he's getting divorced now from his like fifth wife, Jeez. but there's clearly something wrong. But like you're saying, well, yeah, you, you have a demanding radio schedule. <laughs> That's there's clearly something wrong. There's clearly something wrong. You need with to, the women make, that he's married. Why are they being? Why is not one of them his producer? Because then he would just spend every day with them. Yeah, yeah. with his great love. Um, but yeah, I guess I I just mean that if you're telling yourself like what you're saying, if you're telling yourself like, oh. Am I ever going to find like that's going to affect the choices you make and it, and even the way that you treat the potential people that you do interact with? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that she was able to find the sailor and like it was fine. She was able to use him shit talking New York to like snap herself yeah. out of it. Dude, how pissed that dude. We, that dude did all the cards right, though. And then he walked away and his little yeah. little didn't even get to see his, his little boner was yeah. like, what? I was already. I know he had to go back to Louisiana. Louisiana. Um, but do you think Carrie did, I mean, this is like the show and the writing wrapping itself up, but at the end she was like, our past is an anchor holding us back. Mm. We need to like pull up the anchor and move yeah. on to a new set yeah. sail to a new self. Yeah. Um, so I guess that means she kind of came full circle. She totally. kind of went see the writer of this episode, like smiling as he writes that. Yeah. Just like, man, I'm fucking nailing it. Right <laughs> now. Nailing it. Um, but yeah, I, I do think she did come to totally. that. And also right after a big traumatizing event, you know, like when someone goes through a breakup or something like you kind of most, you just know you're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be so yeah. annoying for the next month to all my friends. And hopefully they can handle yeah. me being Dude, that's like when we became friends after your big breakout. Yeah. Remember that wow. night? Wait, where was that? We like went out and stayed out to a party in Williamsburg to like six in the morning. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. And I was and I was going out that night with with not with that energy of like, I want to meet a girl. Yeah. And it was didn't but I, and instead you I got me. something better. I met you. Aw. We stayed Look, out till five. still together. And then we got, what, sandwiches? Sandwiches at corner of 4th and ninth. Corner of 4th and ninth, 5th no and ninth. At 5 in the morning? That's right. It was awesome. It was great times. That's around the same time I was meeting you, too. Yeah. It was, it was one of uh, Cam Cammy's parties. Remember those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Social. Cammy parties. Yeah. But, um, um, <clears throat> well, we should probably. This has been a great up, episode. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. But we got either, a lot of talking. Let's talk. Let's talk Cosmos. Um, you know, we rate every episode one to five cosmos. Let's think of our cosmos rating and say it at the, uh, same time. Okay. Got mine. I got mine. Got mine. Three, two, one, four, three, seven, five. Two, five. What'd you say? Three, I said three. I said three, seven, five. I wish I would have gone higher. Damn it. Four. I said 4.25. Right, I do want to wish I would have gone higher. This was a great episode. It was like, it just felt, re I, I think I should have gone higher, but I'm also a little curious if I would have like not. We waited a long time. We haven't seen the show in a long time. Yeah. And this was like our first episode back in a long time. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like maybe like I really loved yeah. back yeah. a lot. But if we watched this and with 10 other random episodes, I'm not sure if I would have liked it as yeah. much as the other ones. Um, but it was a super fun episode. I think it, we, we knew exactly what was going to happen with the Fleet yeah. Week. But I think <clears> if you're going to make a show about New York and not do a Fleet, Fleet Week episode, you're a damn fool. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was great. It was it was great to see ladies navigate through um, the uh, the that world. Yeah. And then a lot of guests came back. We didn't even talk about um, Mario Cantone. Mario Cantone. Cantone came back. Magda came back. Mm -hmm. So it was great to They're see some familiar faces. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Mario Kentone crushed. Like, that was such a great, great scene. Oh, yeah. Great scene with him. Um, 10.30 a.m., the gym. <laughs> uh, I said 3.75. There's part of me that wanted to go a little higher. I, I think I've got a little bit of the, like, season five scaries where I'm like, is the show mm-hmm. not going to be as good? And there were a couple moments that felt a little weird, like... When she was talking to that dude underneath the awning, there was like a couple weird moments where she was like acting really big at him. Like there and like the diner, there were a couple of things I was like, this feels sort of off tone for the show. Hmm. Yeah. But if you look at the amount of stuff they accomplished in the episode, they like got a lot of stuff done. They all had storylines and, and it was just like good to be back. And, um, I think I think personally, the Bradshaw boys had a huge missed opportunity that we didn't bring back Cajun feminist with that sailor from Louisiana. We really, really had a <laughs> very missed opportunity to have a Bradshaw boys character call back, but we'll get him back one yeah, day. Yeah, we'll get the Cajun, Cajun feminist will come back. Yeah, I believe we should be paid the same, man. <laughs> uh, you don't if you want. I'll say this: if that lady gonna show your tits, you better show your dick. <laughs> That's what I say. Dip, at least the shaft. You don't have to show the head. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's a it's a, it's a tip for tat. Or it's one tip, tip for, one ball. It's fair to me. I'd say tip for tip. That's what I'd say. I want to go for a club shot one ticket. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I would I, w- I, w- I would say you know I, I might be in the Yang Gang, but uh, I don't. Know, we got we got a big field. We got to all come together at some point. I say that much. Anybody got a muffler? I'd love to eat one right now. <laughs> Cajun feminist. Okay, I said four point two five, and I'm just like a sucker for uh super new yorky uh all the tropes like i really do think like this past weekend was like pretty magical going to i went to like a movie theater like that and we went to a bar that i love and it was just like and i I was i was like man that's why i love this show yeah i love this fifth character and also john remind me i wrote a a show called how to be a new yorker and we had a sketch the final sketch in it was about how New York is like an abusive boyfriend. And mm-hmm. my friend Margaret played a girl and who talked about how much she loved New York. And then I was her, I would played New York and I was yeah. her abusive boyfriend. And I was like really nice and then really mean about, uh, and that's what it's like in New York. And I was like, oh, cool. They did this, this, this joke before, but it's so true. Like every, you had such to, a great Dr. Zizmore joke in that show. Oh, dude, there's oh, Dr. Zizmore. I forgot Zizmore. about it. There's you a, say Zizmore, I say Zizmore. I'm oh, sorry, I say there, Zizmore. That's fine. There was a great every single night doing his, the Zizmore joke was like just the ten people in the audience that got it that were like hell yeah, yeah, um, yeah four point two five and I'm just glad to be back and our next like five or six episodes we're recording in L A with amazing guests and I'm so hyped for that yeah, yeah we are gonna have some line. great guests in L A we're very excited about that everybody I just want to say thank you. We're glad to be back. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Yes. If you you haven't done iTunes, go on and give us a rating. We've got like 10 new ones. We love them. It means so much. And it's the only way that like tangibly we can think of besides telling a friend that helps us out to get more listeners. So please uh, do that. Yeah. Subscribe and follow us on Spotify. So you get the new apps all the time. Tell your friends, leave us some stuff on Instagram. And um, we love having a little bit of you in our life. The best cheating song of all time. Lou Bagel. Who the fuck is Sandra? The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. 
The show is produced by Jeremy L. Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at bradshawboys.com, on social media at The Bradshaw Boys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening. All right, we're, we're recording. Hey! Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Do a five, four, three, two, one. Go for it. Count us in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>